The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciple set out and went toward the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there, and the cloth that had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple, who reached the tomb first, also went in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture, that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes. But Mary Magdalene stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabuni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
We began a reflection last weekend on many of the different signs that Jesus shows us of his love for us. We need signs of love. Um, married couples may exchange rings as a sign of their love for one another. Uh, a child may make something for a parent or a loved one as a sign of their love for that person. Uh, we have these signs, or friends may exchange pictures of one another. These are outward signs of love that often, well, it, it, it isn't measurable. It's invisible otherwise. And so we often need these outward signs of love for one another. Jesus gives us signs of his love. Last weekend, we reflected on the breaking of bread uh, that uh, Jesus did at that Last Supper. That Last Supper seemed like a, a, a miserable end with, with the arrest of Jesus, but that's not where the breaking of bread ended. Jesus continued to break bread when he stood before judges, when he carried his cross, and when he went to the crucifixion. Then on Holy Thursday, we reflected on another sign he gives us, the washing of feet. Jesus calls us to enter into a life of service. And if the service isn't something accidental, it must be deliberate. Jesus didn't accidentally wash the feet of the disciples. He was very deliberate about it. And so likewise, when we are living lives of service for others, we must be deliberate too. It should be planned out, prayed over. We have to look for places to serve. At the same time, that call to live lives of service puts us in a position of, of uh, calling on us to, ref- to accept service that's offered to us as well. We think especially of the service that God offers to us. We come to this place because this is one of the primary places where God serves us. He serves us in the uh, sacrificial meal that we're about to participate, us, participate in. He serves us in the forgiveness of sins offered in the confessional. He serves us in all kinds of ways. The question is, are we ready to accept the service that he offers us? At the washing of feet, Peter at first was not. He refused to allow Jesus to wash his feet. Uh, It took some convincing. And it can for us as well to accept the various services that God offers to us. Then on Good, Friday, we, on Good Friday, we reflected on another sign of God's love for us, the forgiveness of sins. Good Friday, we see one of the greatest atrocities in all of history, our innocent God being led to death by his creation. And even in that moment, in that horrific moment, we can only imagine the pain he's in, he offers forgiveness of sins from there on the cross. It's another sign of God's love for us. And it doesn't end there, of course. Through all of history, or through most of our history, uh, God is often seen revealing himself to us, trying to show us what he's like, what his love is like. At the moment of creation, we see Jesus proclaiming creation good, showing that the sign of the maker, the mark of the maker, is there in creation. It's why when uh, many look at uh, nature or a beautiful sunset, they can see that they find God's presence there. The mark of the maker is indeed in his creation. Then following that, God sends us many prophets to help reveal his will to his people. But then the best sign of God revealing himself is Jesus. Jesus reveals God's will. For most of us, we will all kinds of things. We have great intentions for all kinds of things. But in many cases, we're not able to fulfill it. We may have all kinds of wonderful wishes, but just can't fulfill those wishes. We're limited 
God, however, is not. What God wishes comes to be. That is his will. It's what he wants. So when God reveals himself to us, he also reveals what he wants, what his plan is, what his motivation is. Very unlike us. So many of us, we hide part of ourselves. We hide what motivates us. We put on a false show to, for all kinds of reasons. It's not always malicious. Sometimes it's just a feeling we, don't, we, we feel we don't want to reveal all of who we are. God's the opposite. He does want to reveal all of himself to us. But then, something seems to hold us back from recognizing him. We have this encounter between Jesus and Mary Magdalene on the day of the resurrection. Mary Magdalene sees Jesus but doesn't recognize him. His presence is right there before her, but she doesn't recognize him. Something is holding her back. And many of the other disciples, too, something holds them back from recognizing Jesus present right in front of them. And here, even in this place, though we know God is present with us, especially in the Eucharist and in our shared prayer here, things can hold us back from recognizing him, too. Why does it have to be this way, we might wonder? Perhaps one reason is because Jesus wants to show, wants to reveal to us not only himself, but what's needed for us to properly respond to him. Maybe it's a sign we don't recognize him right away. Maybe that's a sign that there's still some growing to do. Many people have said, well, if only I could just see a great miracle, then it's easy to believe that Jesus is with me. At the time that Jesus was around in Israel, many people saw his wonderful miracles. Maybe many people heard his words they saw him heal the sick, raise the dead, all kinds of incredible miracles, yet not all of them believed. Not all of them were able to recognize the presence of God in their midst. There's clearly some growing to do. Likewise for us, a sign that we have growing to do is when we also can't find Jesus in every single moment of the day. Maybe some are familiar with the children's book, Where's Waldo? There's that... Uh, in the pictures of the pages, there, there's oh, a couple hundred people in these, uh, the pictures of the pages of this book. And you're looking for just one, Waldo. And uh, in, the, in the, uh, the, the different people in the pages there, they're doing all kinds of things that are designed to distract you from finding Waldo. And the only way to find him is to know what he looks like. He's wearing that red, uh, red and white striped beanie and, and, uh, and shirt. You have to be looking for that, or you'll never find him. Likewise for us, too, in order to find the Jesus Jesus present among us, among all the distractions that work to distract us from finding him, we need to know what to look for. So some signs that Jesus gives to us. He gives to us the breaking of bread, the washing of feet, the forgiveness of sins, and the new life offered here. That's what Jesus offers. And when we see those signs there, we know that's where he is present. We don't have to look far. All those signs are present here in our celebration, in our church, in the service that uh, the people here offer to our community, in the baptism that's done in here on, on various weekends throughout the year. These are signs of God present among us. We don't have to look far. That's uh, the, his distinctive characteristics Next weekend, we'll look at one more sign as well. In the meantime, we pray for all those who have difficulties 
finding Jesus. And maybe some of us here have difficulties with that at times. Uh, That's okay. Mary Magdalene's fine company to be among. God of all, we ask you to be with your people. Some of us struggle to find you. We ask through your Holy Spirit, you would reveal to us what to look for. Some of us have encountered our Lord, and we ask that you would give them the courage to share what they have encountered with all those they have enc- with all those they meet. We ask that on this celebration of the resurrection, we would always trust in the promises you make, knowing that your love can indeed conquer all things.